Good morning. Today's devotion begins from Luke 5, verse 12, and concludes at verse 26. Here are the readings. In one of the villages, Jesus met a man with an, un, with an advanced case of leprosy. When the man saw Jesus, he bowed with his face to the ground, begging to be healed. Lord, he said, if you are willing, you can heal me and make me clean. Jesus reached out and touched him. I am willing, he said, be healed. And instantly the leprosy disappeared. Then Jesus instructed him not to tell anyone what had happened. He said, go to the priest and let him examine you. Take along the offering required in the law of Moses for those who have been healed of leprosy. This will be a public testimony that you have been cleansed. But despite Jesus' instructions, the report of, the, of his power spread even faster, and vast crowds came to hear him preach and to be healed of their diseases. But Jesus often withdrew to the wilderness for prayer. One day while Jesus was teaching, some Pharisees and teachers of the religious law were sitting nearby. It seemed that these men showed up from every village in all Galilee and Judea, as well as from Jerusalem, and the Lord's healing power was strongly with Jesus. Some men came carrying a paralyzed man on a sleeping mat. They tried to take him inside to Jesus, but they couldn't reach him because of the crowd. So they went up to the roof and took off some tiles. Then they lowered the sick man on his mat down into the crowd, right in front of Jesus. Seeing their faith, Jesus said to the man, young man, your sins are forgiven. But the Pharisees and the teachers of religious law said to themselves, who does he think he is? That's blasphemy. Only God can forgive sins. Jesus knew what they were thinking, so he asked them, why do you question this in your hearts? Is it easier to say your sins are forgiven or stand up and walk? So I will prove to you that the Son of Man has the authority on earth to forgive sins. Then Jesus turned to the paralyzed man and said, stand up, pick up your mat and go home. And immediately as everyone watched, the man jumped up, picked up his mat and went home praising God. Everyone was gripped with great wonder and awe and they praised God exclaiming, we have seen amazing things today. As I mentioned earlier, we have two Bible stories from Luke today. The first is the cleansing of the leper. It is Jesus's authoritative word that heals the man with leprosy. People with leprosy with a variety of skin diseases were highly contagious and, and brought fear to the people, much like COVID-19 does for us today. To have to have the disease means to be isolated, quarantined, or even hospitalized and living with the threat of death. To be healed meant to be restored to family, friends, and community, as well as to have the promise of life once again over death. The desperate man pleads with Jesus, if you will, you can make me clean. Jesus not only heals the man, but gives him the help that is needed to go to the priest so that he can be declared cleansed as well as healed. Jesus continues to carry out the mission that he prophetically proclaimed in Nazareth. This man who has been cleansed 
has seen Jesus before his healing with eyes of faith. The leper is correct in asking if Jesus wills his healing, and the answer is yes. It is God's will that people with such dreadful diseases be healed and cleansed and restored to life and community. This holistic healing is a fundamental feature of God's mission in the kingdom of God. Human suffering, sin, death, and disease still exist, but there is hope in God's will to bring healing, forgiveness, and new life to the world. Our second story highlights Jesus' question to the religious leaders who have come to hear him preach and teach. Is it easier to say your sins are forgiven or to say, stand up and walk? After healing the leper, Jesus went off into the wilderness to pray. He has now returned and the power of prayer of, of the Lord is with him to heal. The Spirit has filled him with this healing power. The healing which is about to take place is the work of the Lord God. The Pharisees and the teachers of the law in Luke are, are treated with respect, although they are frequent adversaries of Jesus. This is a struggle within Israel, which um, which uh, grasps, uh, which compartmentalizes the true Israel from the group which is unfaithful. That is what the debate is about here, is who is unfaithful? Is it Jesus and those who follow him as the Messiah, or is it an unrepentant crowd? For those who see Jesus as the Messiah, the kingdom of God is initiated by repentance and faith. After tearing the roof apart to lower their friend to Jesus, expecting him to heal the man, Jesus instead forgives his sins. At this point, the man is forgiven, but not healed. The religious leaders are speaking among themselves secretly. Who does he think he is? Only God can forgive sins. Meanwhile, the paralyzed man remains paralyzed as Jesus confronts the secret thoughts of these leaders. Which is easier to say, he speaks to them. Your sins are forgiven or stand up and walk. And then he concludes, so I will prove to you that the son of man, Jesus, has authority on earth to forgive sins. Finally, Jesus turns to the paralyzed man and says, stand up, pick up your mat and go home. Jesus uses the paralyzed man's healing as proof that he has the authority to declare God's forgiveness. Jesus indeed speaks for God. He has God's authority to forgive sins, and he testifies to that authority with the healing of this man. The healed man picks up his mat and returns to his home, glorifying God, and so does everyone who has witnessed this healing, this act of forgiveness. Astonishment seizes them all, and they are all glorifying God, all of them. Even the religious leaders? Apparently, yes. At the very least, they were jolted, at least for a moment, into offering praise to God. The debate about who does Jesus think he has, uh, who he thinks he is, has been silenced. That debate no longer is valid 
because of this act of forgiveness and healing that he has demonstrated. What he is demonstrating for us is that God's will is for healing and forgiveness and for new life. Jesus reveals God's will and his authority to invoke the kingdom of God and its mission here on earth. This is good news. God's will is not for us to suffer. God's will is not for us to live with unhealthy secrets, with sin and death. God's will for us is to experience healing, to be able to receive forgiveness, and to experience new life. This is God's good news, which is given for you. May God bless your reflection upon this devotion. May God bless your day.